we recording? We are recording. Are you so excited? Do you want to say anything to the Mary Seed of Wisdom crowd? Yeah, we're about to say a lot of things to the Mary Seed of Wisdom crowd. I mean, is there anything that you just want to get off of your chest? I want to get about 30 pounds off my chest. <laughs> I want to be skinny like Father Tim. Dude, I feel like I I feel like I weigh way more than you. No, you I think I do. I totally think I do. Well, how tall are you? I'm six one. Yeah, you're like three inches taller than me. Yeah, exactly. So I'm you, way more overweight than you. You should be tall. You I should feel be like if we did a, like a body mass index. No, like, I would lose. I would no, totally I would lose that. I don't know. Yeah. We both we should go on a diet. How about that? <laughs> no. <laughs> you should not go on a diet. I think we both should. You have body images, huh? Body, what is that called? Poor body image? You're the one who brought it up. I brought it up because I feel we shouldn't be complaining. We are, we're in pretty good health, right? You are made in the image and likeness of God. Amen. And you are loved. As are you. Look at us getting along. I know, it's great. It's like Could we like pause we it and like, I don't know, rewind it and yeah. play it again? Yeah, we, we can and listen again. to it later. And again. <laughs> All right, you ready? So, uh, this is a great day. This is the day the Lord has made. I know. So, uh, remember that one time when I went to Oregon? Did we podcast when I was there? Yeah, we podcasted once. We did. So, there was one, so we, uh, me and my buddies, we flew into Portland, Oregon, and we then rented, we spent the night, we rented a car and drove south, but we spent the day in Portland. It's a beautiful city. And we were walking along in the street in the evening, and all of a sudden, we just heard this, like, yelling coming from a car. And it was a weird situation where, if you know anything about Portland, there's a lot of hipsters and a lot of kind of very alternative people living there. There was this uh, older man with white hair, like a white beard, kind of looked very... Santa? It's 8 a.m. Santa's coming to town. Santa! Oh, my God! Uh, no. He was very thin. He looked very granola. And he's on this very, like, vintage bike, riding in the middle of the street in the city. Like, minding his own business, just doing his thing. And there is a person around our age in a car, this girl, driving behind him, trying to get around him. But he's just completely in his own world. He's not caring about the traffic and he's just riding along. And so she pulls up around him and just is like driving next to him, yelling at him (laughs) and saying like, you know, not nice things. Mm. But she keeps saying this one phrase. She's like, she says, what's your problem, boomer? Oh, no. And uh, like she's. Oh, my God. And like he's kind of like ignoring her and she's just like, what's your problem, boomer? And like she's driving next to him and finally she speeds off. It was funny, but it wasn't all at the same time. Okay. It was funny and it was so rude all at the same time. So we're going to analyze this. I wanted to analyze this. Let's do it. Because there is something in our culture right now. And I think it's been the case forever. Different generations like always kind of fighting against the generation before them or the generation behind them thinking that they all have it figured out. So here is this girl who is a millennial and we're millennials giving a name to the older generation in a derogatory way. 
So whenever you hear that, it's all over social media. The have you ever heard "Okay, Boomer"? I have. Yeah. Not so. really exactly sure what it means, but just assuming that it's like, "Hey, you're the problem." Yeah, exactly. You're the problem, right. not okay. me. My generation is perfect. Yeah. And so you say, "Okay, Boomer." That's gotcha. just becoming a phrase. Okay. So for example, I go home and my dad like makes a dad joke, which mm-hmm. would have been from like the 1990s. I could say to him like, okay, boomer, and then like walk away. Like, gotcha. Kind of, I, I'm not truly paying attention to you because you're from a different, different generation and I don't care. That's basically what the millennials and like zoomers and generation Z. Zoomer. What does sure that mean? Generation Z is the, those born in the late nineties and the early two thousands. Millennials go back a little before that. That's basically our generation. And then there's a generation and then the boomers are like our parents. And then before them, before them is, was the greatest generation. Yeah, the greatest generation. Which, which would no be one, part- like no one says anything bad about the greatest generation. Like they're the best. Yeah. That's what everyone says. It'd be pretty it's awesome true. to be known as the greatest I generation. I know. It's amazing. In it's the, the greatest generation. In the history of the existence of the universe, <laughs> like the greatest ever. Yeah. So um, what are we going to talk about? So I just, I don't know. I wanted to, I guess I wanted to a- analyze the situation because it was really funny. Like this guy had like no care in the world about what was going on around him. And this millennial is trying to drive, trying to do something, get, get somewhere. And so she is being very derogatory, but in a, in a funny way. <laughs> So it's like, it's it's funny, but it's also derogatory at the same time. What are your initial thoughts? My initial shot thoughts is like me and my two priest buddies that I was with, we laughed because we thought it was funny. But then we talked about it later and how, I mean, that's not going to solve anything between generations if we're just, the old, the boomers are always saying, oh, look at those millennials, they're crazy. They're, snowflakes. They're gonna, the, the snowflake, they're going to destroy the church, they're going to destroy the world, like, we can't trust them. Yeah, they're lazy, entitled. What are some other, like... For our generation? Yeah. For millennials? Yeah, lazy, entitled. Move back home after college. Too sensitive, like, have no hardened exterior. Are very... Poor work ethic. Very vain and prideful. Yeah. Always on our phones. Always on our phones, exactly. So they lived through 1968, 1969... Uh, tensions were high, at least in America, with racial discrimination. What's the flower people with the van? Uh, hippies. Hippies, Woodstock, Lollapalooza, flower children, yeah. right? Freedom was really big for them. Yeah. Autonomy, personal autonomy. Progress, uh, like progression or rules progress. Are so, yeah. Questioning authority, rules are made to be broken, create my own identity sort of thing. I mean, these are all stereotypes but in some ways true no so like but just in terms of changing the world on a grand scale there was great hope like look at the second vatican council happens from Mm -hmm. 62 to 65 many changes in that regard the world was changing and like everybody was really excited about that change yeah the way they got their name is when the people came back from war and they just started having a bunch of babies right and so there's Mm -hmm. a boom baby boomer so the the reason what struck me and what kind of struck my conscience when I saw that after like, you know, you have to laugh at those things, but was how that has flowed into, it's flowed into what we see going on with the pandemic pandemic now, especially within Chicago, 
that the, the younger generations, the millennials and the Zoomers, are the ones that um, are not wearing masks because they're healthy, they're young, they don't need to, they're not going to let um, the older generation ruin everything for us. Um, and what have we seen? We've seen spikes and stuff, contracting COVID and everything in, in cases. And I, we talked about this on the trip and it's, it's basically a, a life issue. Like we talk about life issues in the church, mm-hmm. you know, uh, pro-life, abortion, um, death penalty, uh, what else? Euthanasia. Euthanasia. Um, all these different things um, that we are a church who is completely for life in every single moment of from conception to natural death. And I think that as millennials, we need to be more attuned and understanding that this is a life issue, that to wear a mask is to like to protect the older generation to protect yeah all of the older generations does that make sense so like that let the that woman that girl saying okay uh, what's your problem boomer just led to the whole conversation about how we can be we can respect life more or is that just too far of a jump it is kind of a big jump but what you're still what you're saying is true yeah. Is just so upset at this man for taking up space. She, she would prefer that. So he, we all do this, right? She would prefer that he just wasn't there. Yeah. And so she would prefer to ignore his dignity as a human person and sort of throw him away. Yeah. Which made me think of what Pope Francis has said a lot in saying that our culture is a throwaway culture. Yeah. We dismiss each other very quickly. Mm-hmm. And you see that in like things on the internet, you know, that are inappropriate. People use each other for their own pleasure. Or their own edification and to the degree that they're done with them they dismiss them yeah right yeah let's uh could i just read this real quick yeah yeah so this happened on august 12th in an audience a general audience pope francis gave he said the coronavirus pandemic has shed light on other more widespread social diseases particularly attacks on the god-given human dignity of every person the pandemic has highlighted has highlighted how vulnerable and interconnected we all are. If we do not take care of each other, starting with the least, those who are most affected, including creation, we cannot heal the world. He says, as disciples of Jesus, we do not want to be indifferent or individualistic. Indifferent, I look the other way, and individualistic, only for me, looking only at one's own interests. I, I, yeah. What I, what I liked, or what I, what I think that how the church can add to the conversation or just like highlight the same idea that Pope Francis highlighted is that we are all interconnected. Rene Girard has, is the theologian, have you heard of him? Yeah, yeah. His whole theory about scapegoating, how we blame a particular segment or group of people for the ills of all of society. Mm -hmm. As long as we can all agree who's at fault, then society remains at peace. But if you actually remove the scapegoat, they will find some other group to blame but they have to blame somebody yeah and we see this in politics we see this in other in the church outside the church i think the way out is just to stop blaming it's really not helpful look to yourself and how you can there we go grow and i love it man good job you're so wise any do you have any shout outs brother derek have we shout out have we shouted out dolly yet oh maybe not no shout out i think we before she started but now she's been here like two weeks yeah she's doing awesome love having her uh she wants to have us over at some point oh nice with some other priests we'll have to have her on the podcast oh yeah that would be a good idea yeah shout out to Dahlia Dahlia director of evangelization Mary Seed of Wisdom pray for us
Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.